Coyote Edelstein here, your celeb expert and your celeb savant. Celeb Savant is a weekly entertainment show. We have long-form career retrospective type interviews with celebrities, singers, actors, and industry experts. The divine infinite energy of her universe goddess, Jessica Mbangeni, has come to nourish the world, wailing to Mother Earth to shift and shape herself through song and poetry. Jessica says, I have come to serve my purpose and mine is simply to spread the spirit of one love through my voice in song, poetry and dance. The two albums, namely I Am an African and Jazz to the World, were promoted in Dubai during 2020 Expo, attended by world leaders including South Africa's President Cyril Ramaphosa, hosted by Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed of the United Arab Emirates. Recently, she had gigs in New York and at the South African Embassy in Washington, D.C. for a celebration of South African Freedom Day on April 27, 2022. Her North American tour continued with the performance with the Bob Marley maternal family at the Wallace Family Reunion in Philadelphia. She then returned to the U.S. capital for the Passport D.C. event at the South African Embassy, where thousands came to view exhibitions from various sectors and institutions. With a number of other accomplishments and recognitions under her belt, up next on Slepswant, we've got Jessica Mbangeni. Where do we find you in the world? How are you doing and what's happening in your life? Jessica Mbangeni is a global trotter, an artist of note, a storyteller, cultural collaborator. You'll find everywhere in the world where is the platform, uh, such as the corporate, uh, public sector, festivals, concerts across the world. I'm the founder member of the three-time uh, Remy Award-winning Soweto Gospel Choir. I've traveled the world in seven seas, growing up from the rural areas of Namakwe uh, in the Eastern Cape finding my way to Johannesburg before that. That is a greatest story and an experience of my life. Greatest treasure where we say today we are, I'm coming from a, a, a disadvantaged break, background. But when I look at the world, actually the majority of the landscapes of the world are disadvantaged mm. than the, the place of birth with such rich stories and rich culture and uh, being born in, as a South African in South Africa with a rich uh, cultural diversity. So I'm a multi- multi-talented artist who is a composer, producer of her own albums through her record label, Quantu Entertainment Designs. I also run a Quantu Clothing Company, Quantu Afrocentric Designs, where we uh, we manufacture indigenous traditional outfits and adapt it into your corporate, your bridals. And uh, we pro- we promote the handmade crafts and all that. Um, we diversify multidisciplinary. So uh, in the arts terrain where we, we dwell more on the visual arts, uh, including ceramics, uh, paintings, so it's a whole lot of collaboration. I found out that as an artist, you need to be a curator because we we are very fortunate because we'll end up into uh, platforms that need more of us. So as an artist, I saw it very important that we, we have an opportunity to land in uh, uh, various spaces that need more diverse artistic businesses because as artists we are businesses so i'm uh, i'm always the uh, the hub of communication i was running a casting agency which was uh, uh, composed of tv adverts international movies working 
Dabo Christmas Kemba, Bomunin Lee, great artist, artist, uh, at, uh, at, uh, what you call casting directors of, uh, global movies. Uh, that gave me an opportunity to really have a sense of appreciation and always see us, not me. As a result, I don't do acting roles. I don't take them because it's all about you. And, uh, when, when you are acting, you mostly communicate with your audiences and you are communicating with uh, production, we are communicating with your fellow artists. So I'm a person who believes in collaboration. Uh, collaboration means integrated developmental models. Lovely. I, I love that. Yes. So you've got a finger on a number of a pie. So w- at what age, whether it was five or 10 or 15, at what age did you think, okay, cool, I want to be in the entertainment industry. And how did that flow to you being having so many roles in the entertainment industry? I was uh, three years old. I used to sing uh, Brenda Fass's song, Michael yes. Jackson. I love Michael Jackson. Beat it! Beat it! <laughs> <laughs> so I was dancing, singing, and I really, uh, in my life, I always wanted to be in the entertainment industry as a singer. Uh, I never knew about acting. For me, I love, I love reality as much as I, uh, acting is talent, but I'm, I'm more of an emotional and a spiritual person. So I do not want to dig emotions and get into, I, I love the muse that I possess, a poetic muse that they, they don't step out of my comfort zone, but I am able to, to narrate and tell the stories uh, from uh, any point. It, it it should be acting, but absolutely, you know, it's it's different mm. when you're a poet. Yes. So how did you come to develop the Soweto Gospel Choir? Tell us that journey. The Soweto Gospel Choir um, was supported by international Australian investors uh, who decided to hold auditions and create the Soweto Gospel Choir. So I, I entered there already. They had 32 voices, uh, including, uh, the reserves. But I said to them, they must just give me that opportunity to audition so that the next project they will be embarking on, they should have a praise poet. Yes. And, uh, they couldn't resist me. Uh, they took me same time and I started to travel the world on seven seas. And it happened so soon because they were already uh, traveling. Yes. So, uh, I, it happened that already they were on the way. And then I, I joined the wagon, started doing, um, the publicity shoot. So I started to do tra- uh, publicity shoots abroad. And it was my first time. I never knew so much work is that is being done abroad. And I remember the time I was jet lagged. And, uh, it, for me, it was coming from the rural in Namakwe to the world mm. because they they asked us a question because some of us worked with uh, Michael Jackson's with New Houston's because they were with the family factory they worked with Mary Makeba and they asked us if we know Mary Makeba and my fellow artists couldn't respond and then I jumped on to the answer and said oh yes Mary Makeba is our fan so it was disturbing because uh, most most especially with me I was I was the beginner uh, in the entertainment industry, but uh, the international audiences, they were like, wow, being a fan of somebody, it's not an insult. It does not have to be old. Yes. So with my peers, they were like, Miriam Akeba cannot be our fan. We are supposed to be her fan. So I changed my mind. I said, what's wrong uh, that Miriam Akeba can't yes. be our fan? 
Exactly. Because she should be the fan of our work that we are doing. We are being authentic. We are taking the mm. African uh, uh, um, African culture uh, as she has been doing. So yeah. those are the challenges I came across because it felt like I was overestimating myself. But I love the standard that I set for myself out of my ubukahaku, uh, out of uh, the confidence. Yes. I, 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 it was the greatest affirmation of my life that after traveling North America, 37 cities in North America and being nominated for, for the first Grammy, I decided to resign. Resigning because um, we were not allowed uh, our inter- to register our intellectual property with Sambros and uh, Capasos, all the South African institutions. We're not allowed to gain uh, from our creativity, the royalties. And I felt that those are the things that will deter my life when I've mm. grown because exactly. I've got a long-term vision of my life. And um, I didn't want to pretend as if I was happy, happy with the Grammy, happy working with Beyonce, uh, Peter Gabriel's, Angelique Kichos, your Anastasia's, your Bonos, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sharing backstages and stages and big with big Johnny Cleggs and them. I said the most important person in my life is not my face, my heart. I love that. I had to cut my little heart because <laughs> I know I knew the depth that it possesses of the African heritage. Then I came back home. I resigned from Swero Gospel Choir. Then uh, I started my businesses and I started researching. And then I began to get into the industry, understanding what, why artists are being oppressed, why artists are being deprived, the right to know. How do you balance your life wearing so many hats? The clothing, the poetry, the artists, the creation of the poetry and the music. How do you balance all of that? I balance it through the, it's, it's, it's a hereditary to me because at home we're running businesses. My grandmother was making indigenous traditional outfits, uh, your bridal gowns, Western, and also running uh, agriculture, subsistence farming and commercial. Uh, we, we, my, my dad as well running the business. So even at school, we are taught to be able to versatile. We do nine subjects. Yes. So there's no way that we can say uh, we cannot manage. We are trained to manage. And uh, for me, planning is the most important thing. And knowing the value chain gives me interest because it's my way of life. And uh, this is how I live my life. There's, I've got no other opportunity or, or what you call other source of income mm. other than what I'm doing. What's next for Jessica? What, you said you've got that long, long plan or long-term vision. What, what is that vision? This vision is to live my life the way I do right now. It's, it's, it's in reality. Owning my own clothing manufacturing company and uh, uh, exporting and getting into the platforms whereby I'm able to sell the spoken word. Uh, the spoken word speaks to my brand. Yes. To stand at all uh, and always having plans or uh, doing things that elevate my brand. That is a long-term vision of my brand. Absolutely. So just growing it and being authentic and representing it and being you. Yes, that's (laughs) it. And uh, with opportunities that come our way, opening stores in Dubai, Yes. uh, uh, collaborating with um, big champions like Usia Kolisi uh, with the Rock Nation, baby, I'm saying, on clothing. Uh, 
those are, are, are long term because each and every drop of the royalty that comes out, even when I'm gone, is the legacy yes. of my children. Jessica, I know if I had to ask you this question in two days, in three days, four days, I know your answer will be different every time. And I recognize mm. that. But if you had to play mm. five songs by other artists once we have finished this conversation, what would be those five songs and by whom? Okay, uh, the first song would be by Busim Thongo. Yeah. I think Umama, Mere Makeba, African Sunset. Yes. Sbongile Kuma, Ubizo, Ondibiziwe. And uh, the, ther- the fourth one will be Neria by Olivam Tikutsi. Okay. And uh, the fifth one will be Teta by Victor Andoni. You've got a new album coming out shortly, am I correct? I've got two albums out, my darling. The first one is Jazz to Well, produced by Dr. Duzo Makatini, yes. uh, featuring Sbu uh, Mbangeni, uh, which is my brother. Okay. We're keeping wealth at home, baby. Yes. Generational <laughs> yes. And I've also collaborated with Blondie Machene, on the what you call a cappella album. Yes. I've I've worked with a choir from Val, Val Choir, and upcoming poets and um that one is produced by Nati Banda. So the a cappella helps me a lot when I collaborate with choirs abroad. Recently I've collaborated with a choir with the a cappella choirs in uh, in Canada in Vancouver. It's called Sing Festival. And uh, my music is adapted there, and uh, my music is now being adapted. Okay. So the, the, it's adapted for the female voices in Argentina. And surprisingly, already they were singing Posa songs. Oh, wow. Just imagine in Argentina, they don't even speak uh, English, but they have got so much interest in Posa. And uh, I found them singing a, a Posa song. Uh, uh, that says, uh, and then we started working right there as uh, running workshops, uh, teaching them the, the diction, yes, uh, articulation of mm. words, and also the meaning of the songs. Jessica, you've got so many hats and so many goals and visions. So, to inspire our listening audience. As a final message, what would you like to say to them? Be, do be authentic. Um, emancipate yourself from any kind of standards of this world that are set to divert your gifts and talents and your authenticity. Uh, align yourself uh, with who you are. Uh, Marcus Garvey said, we must emancipate ourselves from the mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our minds. 